Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July holiday for those of you in the U.S. And for those of you not in the U.S., maybe you had a fun holiday or you have a fun holiday coming up that you get to enjoy as well. I'm actually recording this before the 4th of July, but you will be listening to this after the 4th of July. Our plans for the 4th include going down to a local high school's track in the morning to do a track workout with a group of friends. I know, probably not something that sounds fun to to many of you. And then we do plan on heading over to our good friend Stephanie's house for a barbecue and pool party. She cooks the most wonderful food, so we are very excited to be able to spend time with friends and taste all of the yummy foods that she'll prepare, especially since we will be very hungry from our track workout. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about something that greatly affects your eating habits now, but is past-based. If you've listened to several of my podcast episodes, you may have noticed that I mostly talk about current triggers for eating behaviors that have become habits. There are also things in your past, specifically in your childhood, that will affect eating habits now, though. I do want you to know that even though things in the past can affect you currently, and that includes things even beyond eating habits, you can still change them. Just because something has been going on for a very long time does not mean that it can't be changed. Of course, you can't change the past experiences. They've already happened. You can change how you're thinking about them, though. That will affect how you feel as well as what you do going forward. But that's something that we work on in coaching one-on-one together. I wanted to do this episode on how your childhood affects eating habits now because just having the awareness of why you may have certain eating habits now from childhood experience just helps you to understand your current situation a little bit better. It will help you to feel like there's nothing inherently wrong with you because there's not. You will be better able to understand why you may be doing what you're doing as far as eating habits. And understanding why is the first step to feeling better about it. It's also the first step to being able to change your direction going forward. Okay, so let's jump into how your childhood affects eating habits now. I'm going to go in no particular order, but I do want to start out with sort of the most general and sort of obvious ways that your childhood can be affecting your eating habits now. So certainly if you grew up eating healthier, more nutrient-dense foods like fruits, vegetables, lean protein, beans, whole grains, generally you'll probably find yourself continuing to do so. This isn't always the case. In fact, for me personally, I grew up eating fairly healthy foods and still ended up with an emotional eating habit of eating lots of processed carbs. So of course there are some exceptions, right? There's lots of things that occur in adulthood that lead to eating habits. 
And then certainly if you grew up eating less healthy foods, like maybe fried foods and packaged foods without lots of the more nutrient dense foods like vegetables, chicken, beans, things like that, there's also a likelihood that you would continue to eat those less healthy foods into adulthood. So even if you find that you are eating less healthy foods because you've always eaten less healthy foods since childhood, that can still be changed. And if you grew up eating pretty healthy foods like I did and still find yourself eating unhealthy foods or having unhealthy eating behaviors, there's nothing wrong with you, okay? Life happens and things lead to eating habits that we aren't particularly fond of or proud of, but that can also be changed. Okay, now diving into more specific reasons of how your childhood affects eating habits now. Using food as comfort is a big one. So whatever your childhood experiences were, if you felt like you needed comfort and weren't getting it from a parent, then you may have started getting it from food. Food was meant to be pleasurable so that back in the day, we were actually motivated to seek out food as human beings for survival purposes. So even if food wasn't scarce for you growing up, if you weren't getting comforted in other ways, you may have found comfort in food. Or if you had an especially traumatic childhood and had comfort from other things, food may have been just something additional that provided even more comfort for you in a time of need. Now, certainly you can't change your past experiences, but again, you can change how you think and feel about them and your actions going forward. You can also change how you think and feel about food and eating and therefore change your actions going forward. And also sometimes you want to think and feel a certain way about a past experience, but you can also have new intentional thoughts about things going forward, right? So sometimes we want to be upset about something in the past and we just want to make sure that it's not keeping you or preventing you from becoming the person that you want to become or from developing the eating habits that you want to develop or break the eating habits that you want to break, right? So we can be very intentional about your thoughts and feelings going forward regardless of past experiences. So this is, again, all something that we do with one-on-one coaching. This is very personalized, so not something that I can just help you with specifically in a podcast episode because everyone's situations, everyone's thoughts and feelings are different. Just know, though, that there is help for this. And sometimes just knowing that can give you hope. And if you have hope, that means you'll be more likely to have success. Okay, next up is something somewhat related to using food as comfort, and this is having a lack of food during your childhood. So you may have grown up poor and felt hungry much of the time or part of the time. If this was the case, then whenever you may have seen food that you could easily access, you may have eaten as much of it as you possibly could, right? And this again goes back to the survival days. Your human brain was meant to do this, but this is something that could have carried over into adulthood when you no longer need to sort of overeat in order to survive because maybe food's not scarce for you anymore, right? 
And if this behavior became a habit for you in childhood, of course it makes sense that this would carry over into adulthood even if your circumstances are different. The other thing that can carry over into adulthood that relates to having a lack of food in your childhood is that you would most likely finish every last little crumb on your plate, right? And even for those of you who may not have grown up having a lack of food, you may have been told by your parents to finish everything on your plate because there were children starving in other countries. Raise your hand if this sounds familiar. For me, definitely. So when you get into that mindset of feeling like you need to finish everything on your plate, that can carry over into adulthood. Because this is just a thought or a mindset, this can also be changed because we have control over our thoughts, right? And once this changes, you have an easier time changing your behavior. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about as far as how your childhood affects eating habits now is if your parents or guardian provided food as a reward for you. So for example, if you got a good grade on a test, you may have been rewarded with ice cream or candy, for example. If you did your chores for the week, you may have gotten rewarded with candy or something else food related. If you were well behaved, you may have been rewarded with food your brain would start to form the connection of food as a reward. And it's going to be very easy for our human brains to do this because like I mentioned earlier, food was meant to be pleasurable and rewarding because that was what was needed to motivate our ancestors to seek out food for survival. Our species needed to learn how to actually survive as a species, so our brains were formed certain ways to help this. There is a difference, though, between using food for survival because of the nutrients and calories and using food as a reward for a job well done. When your brain starts forming the connection between food and reward, it becomes a habit and it becomes automatic and can then cause some negative health effects. Because I'm guessing you're not choosing broccoli as your food reward, right? I certainly wouldn't. And I just want to mention, of course you deserve something pleasurable for a job well done, absolutely. But there are other options that can provide even more pleasure. Things that aren't so temporary and that don't have negative long-term effects. You can choose smaller rewards, such as just mentally telling yourself you did an amazing job and giving yourself a compliment. You can play your favorite song really loud and sing to it or dance to it as a little celebration. You can do what one of my clients did and put little stickers on a calendar, which was very satisfying for her to do. You can do a little larger reward. You can put money into a jar each time you do whatever it is that you are rewarding yourself for. And then at the end of the month, buy yourself something or even better yet, buy yourself an experience, right? Such as maybe a ticket to a play or a concert. So when I'm working with clients, we are all about rewards, non-food related rewards, and using these as both motivation and reward. And one of my favorite things that one of my clients uses is she actually rewards herself with a bike ride with her husband. How fun is that? Exercise and connection all in one as a reward. So next up for how your childhood affects eating habits now is that you may have gotten in the habit of eating either specific foods, eating at a specific time of day, or eating certain amounts. 
So if you remember at the very beginning, I had mentioned sort of the general ways that your childhood eating habits could affect your adult eating habits. As far as if you eat healthy foods as a child, you may tend to eat healthy foods now. And if you eat un- or if you ate unhealthy foods as a child, then you may tend to eat unhealthy foods now in adulthood. This is a little bit more specific as far as the specific food volume, etc. So For example, if during childhood you had a deli meat sandwich every day for lunch, you may be in the habit of having a deli meat sandwich every day for lunch in adulthood. I'm not saying that this is good nor bad. I'm just saying that a specific type of food can be carried over into adulthood just purely based on what you're used to as a child and if you did it frequently enough. It's kind of like, well, that's what lunch is, a deli meat sandwich, right? It's sort of what you have in your mind as a picture of what lunch is because that's what it was in your childhood every single day. So for me, I grew up eating cereal pretty much every day for breakfast. For many years into adulthood, I continued eating cereal for breakfast, and then I started actually eating cereal for dinner as well because of many different reasons until I changed my eating habits, of course. I also grew up eating four cookies every night for snack around seven or eight o'clock. Now, I don't currently eat four cookies every night for snack, but I do find myself wanting snack every night around eight o'clock. I eat healthier snacks now, but it really is interesting how because I was so used to eating a pretty substantial snack at night, it was just a thing. It's almost like, of course you eat a snack at night, right? Whereas my husband, Paul, typically would not eat anything after dinner. He didn't really as a child, and that carried into his adulthood up until he met me, of course. So besides a specific food, you can also get in the habit from childhood into adulthood of eating a specific volume for a meal. For example, if growing up your family had very large dinners and very light breakfast and lunch, you may have carried that over into adulthood. Totally fine, whatever works for you and your family, but it's just another example of how your childhood affects eating habits now, neither good nor bad, or maybe you would classify it as good or bad, but that's totally up to you, right? And how it affects you and how it's affecting your health and your weight. All right. So the next one I want to talk about is if a parent or guardian gave you food to keep you busy or to keep you happy as a child or anything sort of related to that, right? So this can really start in the earliest years as a toddler, even where your parent or guardian constantly or frequently gave you food to keep you busy or to try to keep you quote unquote happy. I honestly don't have an opinion on if this is good or bad because I'm not a parenting expert. Maybe there is research out there saying that this is not good. I have no idea. But as an eating habit expert, knowing what I know about the brain and the links that it forms is that if you constantly had snacks in your hand as a child, not because you're hungry, but for other reasons, then this may spill over into adulthood and cause some less healthy eating habits for you. So if this is the case for you, this may not necessarily be causing a problem, but it may very well be causing 
a problem or causing a quote unquote bad eating habit. If you're finding that you're sort of constantly wanting to have something in your hand or in your mouth and you're not necessarily hungry, right? Or maybe you feel hungry, but you may misinterpret that feeling of hunger and it's really something else. So if you're someone who knows for sure that you are constantly being given food to keep you busy and you know that you are constantly eating food as an adult to quote unquote keep busy, this may be the reason why. So boredom eating falls into this sort of category, if you will. You can have a habit of boredom eating because of this childhood circumstance or you can have boredom eating for other reasons, certainly. Boredom eating in general is a common one that I see as an eating habit and weight loss coach and a common one that I help you completely overcome. So that can be either from reasons that sort of stemmed in more in adulthood, either because of your schedule, because of how you are normally maybe very busy during the day and then later on at night when you feel bored, it feels very uncomfortable for you. So then you find yourself seeking out food for that little bit of pleasure or boredom eating can also sort of um, be, be because maybe as a child, you were constantly given food to keep you busy, right? So another way your childhood affects eating habits now is observation, If you observed a parent or guardian or even a sibling with certain eating habits, you may have developed them yourself. You may have started developing those eating habits as a child and then carried that over into adulthood. For example, if you had a parent that would measure their food and count calories you and you observed them doing so, you might start doing the same as a teenager. There are lots of other ways that the things you observe in a parent or someone that you lived with can affect your eating habits now. So many that I could not even list them in this podcast episode, but in general, observing certain behaviors or hearing certain things from your parents could absolutely have contributed to your eating habits now. Luckily, we can change that just like we can change all the other things, which is by focusing on what you want to believe about food and yourself now going forward, what you want to think about food and about yourself going forward. And what you believe about food and yourself will then change how you feel and then affect your eating behaviors. All right, so the last one I wanted to discuss, and this is by no means a comprehensive list of how your childhood affects eating habits now, but these were just a few of the big ones that I wanted to share with you. This last one is being told that you were too fat or too skinny, or basically anything negative about your body as a child or a teen. So a parent or a guardian or even siblings or friends or anyone else in your childhood, if they said something once to you even, and certainly if they said something to you more than once about your body, that could have had an effect on your eating habits now. It will more likely have an effect on your eating habits now if it was something that was said frequently to you. So whether they're actual words were you're fat or you're too skinny. It's your interpretation of what they said 
So how you think about what they said will certainly affect how you feel and then your actions going forward. And if someone said something negative to you about your body, that's just their opinion in the moment that they said it. They may have been having a really terrible day and just wanted to be terrible to everyone around them and said that to you. Not good behavior at all, but just know that it's not you. It was all purely based on how they were thinking and feeling in the moment. And just because someone says something to you about you does not mean it's true. Many times it's not true. So whatever anyone says to you about you is just their opinion. That's it. It's just their opinion. And it may not even be their opinion in general, but like I said, sometimes in the moment, someone is in a really crummy mood and says something that they really didn't mean. But unfortunately, it's already out of their mouth and has an effect on the other person because the other person hears those words and then they think something about those words. They make it mean something really terrible about themselves and then they feel a certain way and then they act a certain way in response or they do something or not do something in response, right? So how being told something negative about your body shows up for you later in life with eating habits is that once you believe that you are too fat or too skinny, just because someone told you that you were, your actions will be affected. And if your actions are affected in a childhood because of this, of course there's a likelihood they'll carry over into adulthood because they can end up becoming habit for you. So if a parent told you that you were too fat and you were only 10 years old at the time, you might start trying to diet at a young age, right? This can cause a dieting cycle or a dieting habit for years to come. If you were told that you were too skinny, then you might start to try to overeat at meals to try to quote unquote correct this. This could lead to an overeating habit, eating more food than is really necessary for your body. So for sure, the things that a parent or another person in your life told you as a child that was negative about your body can contribute to the eating habits that you currently have. But I can help you see how these things they told you weren't true and how they're leading to your current eating behaviors now and how if you want to change those eating behaviors now, we simply need to start working on changing how you're thinking about yourself and how you're feeling about food going forward. Because once you change how you're thinking now, you have the power to much more easily change your actions rather than trying to change your actions by keeping the same thoughts that you currently have or keeping the same mindset that you currently have, right? If you keep thinking the way that you're currently thinking, you'll keep feeling the way you're currently feeling. And also you'll keep doing or keep doing the actions that you're currently doing, right? This is a really important take home from this episode. Regardless of your past, how you think now is what's affecting your current results now and going forward. So if you want to change your results from here going forward, like breaking a bad eating habit or losing 20 pounds, you need to change how you're thinking right now, okay? So even if you've thought a certain way for years and years and years because of something in the past, 
we start changing that little by little now. And even just the smallest changes will affect how you feel. And even just the smallest changes in how you feel will affect what you're doing or not doing. And then what you're doing or not doing, of course, will affect your eating habits and also you losing weight and whatnot, right? So on your own, changing the way you're thinking about things might seem impossible, but that's why coaching is life-changing and really gaining in popularity. Because as an eating habit and weight loss coach, I help you to not only change your eating habits or lose weight, but make it even easier for you to do so and to continue doing so by helping you with your thoughts so that it's much easier to change the actions and so that it just becomes who you are, you just have a new way of thinking about yourself. You have a new way of thinking about food. You just have a new way of thinking, period, right? So that's going to create different results for you going forward. All right, that's what I have for you on how your childhood affects eating habits now. If you're tired of your eating habits, especially ones that you feel like you have developed because of your childhood, I can help you to talk about it more. I invite you to schedule a free consult with me. I take the time to find out all the challenges that you've had, whether they're current, whether they're past things. I also find out what you've already tried, what your goals are and your true desires, and then lay out a plan of action so that you can see how exactly you would get the results that you want that's very specialized to you or very very tailored to you. So to schedule a free consult and start feeling better now and start addressing these eating habits now, whether your goal is to lose weight or not, schedule a free consult by going to katemjohnston.com forward slash consult. Take care. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.